Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast. This is Kat here. It's Friday, so I hope you are excited for the weekend. Um, I know I've been talking a lot about business, finance stuff recently on my podcast, but I wanted to switch topics today and talk about um, the marriage class that I went to last night with my fiance, Vince. Um, So we are starting this Foundations of Marriage class through church, and basically it's a group uh, of couples they are you know either seriously dating or engaged or newly married and we're just learning about you know how to have a healthy thriving marriage um so it's led by a couple who's been married for a really long time and they've gone through this program before too and then we have guest speakers every week it's for like five sessions and so yesterday was our first session and you know, we did all the like intros, like where we met each other and where we're from and stuff like that. And then um, the guest speaker was, let me find his name. Uh, he's a marriage and family therapist, Ed Brackenbury. Anyways, he was like funny and uh, like, had just a lot of wisdom to share. He has been married to his wife for 45 years and um and through his practice you know he sees a lot of couples coming in and helps them through their challenges and he said this really um funny analogy where he says like every like seven years um is when it's time to go for a tune-up for your marriage and to um go in to to seek help or whatever um because usually that's when like things start to go awry. Um, He says it's like seven-year mark, 14-year mark, 21-year mark, and so on. He doesn't know why, but it just happens that way from all the people he's seen. And so he likened it to like bringing your car in for like an oil change, how you have to do that regularly to make sure things are maintained. And so um, he said, yeah, for marriage, that's usually (laughs) what he sees. And um, so he kind of talked about the importance of um, healthy communication and conflict resolution. And um, he gave a lot of like, um, I don't know, words of wisdom or just like random things that I'm just gonna um, share with you now um, in no particular order. Um, Basically, when couples come to him, like they're usually going through a rough um, uh, patch in their relationship. And, you know, sometimes there can be a lot of you messages going back and forth, like, well, you did this or they blame each other. Like, um, so there's a lot of like you blank and you fill in the blank. Um, and he says, like, you basically need to, uh, we did this exercise that um, it's like this really simple page that has two columns. Um, so on the left column at the top, it says when you, and then you're supposed to fill in the blank when you do this, I feel this way. Um, I feel is on the second column. Um, so basically you're supposed to communicate to each other by saying, when you do this, I feel this way. Um, and so we did this whole exercise, just writing three or four things down that came to mind. And he says like, you know, when you write these things down, it's not to say that these are like problems that the other person has to solve and that you're telling them they need to solve this, but because, um, you wrote them down and you feel this way, these are your problems to solve. And so he talks about like problem ownership um, 
And that's how you kind of get away from the you messages instead of blaming other people and saying like, oh, if you changed or if only you did this, then, you know, things would be better. But it's more about like taking ownership of how can the individual who's feeling distraught um, change the situation so that um, they don't feel that way anymore. So that was important. And I feel like that is just a, a resonating theme that I have learned through my entrepreneur entrepreneurship journey that, you know, there can be all these like unknown factors that come up um, where things don't work out the way you want or just people respond in ways you don't expect. But really the only thing you can do is take ownership over like how you feel about things, how you react to things and just like try to change the situation to make it better. But it always comes down to like owning the, your problems um, and not feeling helpless over them. Um, he, of course, emphasized that listening is um, just really important um and oh, i can't read my own, own handwriting oh that okay that a lot of the problems um that of the couples who come into his office are you know the problems are around listening or just misunderstanding each other so yeah it comes down to communication problems um and so there's a whole packet of information they gave us about uh, how to better communicate these are like roadblocks to communication where you like judge the other person or you try to send solutions to them um, or I don't know there's just different tactics that we unhealthy tactics that we um, use in communicating um, and he also said another thing about how this that how like he wants to help couples move from fear um, to powerful love um, and a sound mind. And he talks about how powerful love, that's what you want in a relationship. And it's based on like friendship and just, yeah, just like genuinely enjoying each other's company. And um, so he drew this diagram of like a, a fulcrum. There's like a, it's like a balance. Um, and in the center where the fulcrum where the pivot point is, is powerful love where you want to be. Um, but if, but on the left hand side, on one hand side, you can have loveless power, which is where one person basically asserts their power in the relationship, um, in a loveless kind of way. Um, but yeah, they're kind of forcing things. And on the other spectrum of this diagram, um, on the right-hand side is powerless love. So you just feel like super helpless and um, you just do things out of, I think, obligation or just out of love, but then you just feel really powerless in it. Um, so yeah, even though the word, so the phrase powerful love is um, is really powerful. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have another word for that. But it's really powerful, but then you can it's interesting that there are these variations to it. You can have loveless power or powerless love and how like from the center point of like a healthy balanced relationship, you can kind of naturally gravitate towards one end or the other. You can gravitate towards like using your power in a loveless way, or you can kind of gravitate towards being powerless um, in the relationship. So um, I think like I know where I stand on what my tendencies are. And so um, I think that that was just a really helpful, like, thing to learn. Never thought about it that way. Um, 
And yeah, he talks about, he gave, like, I think what is most helpful when you have like a group, um, and I kind of talked about this in my documentary um, that, uh, on my mental health journey that I released on Tuesday, but I basically talk about how I went to this like retreat center and we had group therapy, people were sharing their stories and getting help from the therapist. And I felt like in this format, like where there's a bunch of couples, like, um, it's like we haven't really ever been in that situation before because we had a marriage mentor um mentors who was like just another couple and us which i talked about previously in a previous podcast episode but we've never been with a bunch of other like um like couples at this stage of their um, relationship and so i think what helped was to hear people's concrete stories and stuff of things that um they maybe argued over or just like noticed about each other or like the the couple in charge like also shared things about themselves um and then the um the guy the guest speaker ed he was also sharing things about his marriage as well he talks about how like one year into their marriage um uh the his wife was like looking a little sad or upset and stuff and he was asking her like oh what's wrong and then she like was a little hesitant to say what was wrong um and so then he's like no it's fine like I can handle it like just tell me and he was like and she said do you ever wonder what it's like to be single or something um or do you ever wonder what it's like to not be married and I think that hit him (laughs) like really hard like oh gosh like what um he was just caught off guard by that question um and he said that whenever you're in trouble double down on like honesty or vulnerability um because and so then for him like instead of like reacting poorly to the situation or just misinterpreting her question and just taking offense to it he doubled down on honesty and was just like you know like I do think about like um my single days and stuff like that and I don't know if he said he missed them or something but he's just like he had a great life as a single person and and so did she too like um so then she's like you know what that's what it is you know she's just like kind of missed those moments of like or just thinking about it of just like what it was like before when she was single and so like by them being able to be honest and open about these things um they always talk through it and like that it wasn't about that they regretted getting married or it wasn't anything about the other person. It was just like, you know, that sometimes you miss your single life. Um, So yeah, I thought, I was like, wow, (laughs) they navigated that difficult conversation pretty well. Um, So yeah, I think that um, after he talked and talked about different like principles and and stories um we had time to do that exercise that I was talking to you about where we basically within our couple each couple we just shared about like when you blank I feel blank (laughs) and we have to like practice active listening where you say it say it to your partner and then and also when you communicate it it's not just the words that you're saying but also your nonverbal language as well because he says that like you know most of our communication happens non-verbally and then it's the other person's job to reflect it back and just say like I hear that you're saying blank blank and stuff so you know that they got the message or you have a chance to be like no you didn't understand it correctly let me try to explain it in a different way and stuff like that so yeah I found it 
very helpful because I am a very verbal person or I like to um, hear things expressed verbally and literally because even in a relationship, if you're, you know, like the other person loves you and stuff like that, but it's like, I don't know, it's like love languages. I feel like I need more verbal affirmations. And so I think it helped me here, like what um, made, what Vince made him feel loved and also conversely what made him feel frustrated and annoyed um because i think he i don't know i think um oftentimes in normal conversations you just won't express it like if you have frustration over an issue like you'll just express it in different ways like just being angry or or having a fight or something and so like in this non-emotional situation or environment you know where where we're at a marriage class like no one's angry about anything and so I think it's a lot easier to talk about these things more diplomatically um so yeah I felt like I learned more about Vince um and just um help it helped me become more aware too of like how my behaviors can affect him um positively or negatively so yeah, I think that was great. And then they also gave us homework. Um, so we have this huge packet of like questions that we're supposed to ask each other to just like be on the same page and get to know each other better. Um, the organizers were saying that, you know, sometimes you don't, you just haven't, I think some of these questions just haven't came, come up. And this one couple that they had the class with was just like, they didn't realize that after they got married that one of them wanted to have beach vacations and the other one didn't and so it's like even though that's such a little minor thing like like if you have a vision of like going on beach vacations with your family and the other person totally doesn't want to do that like that just I don't know that's just a difference in in vision for the marriage and so you want to get those things discussed as early as possible um and yeah in terms of vision for the marriage um I think that's something that Ed also was talking about, that, like, you know, checking in with each other on that, like, you know, is, like, once you're married and stuff, like, is, is the marriage what you had expected or dreamed about for marriage and vice versa for the other person, too? Um, I don't know. I think it's just, like, I feel like it's sometimes just asking the right questions and also being willing to listen. Um, and I feel like asking the right questions of the other person is a hard skill to learn because I don't know we don't learn this ever (laughs) like yeah there's no like marriage class in school so um I'm glad we're doing this um and yeah just takes a lot of time to like do all these classes and, and mentoring sessions um but I do feel like it is helpful for us, especially during the wedding planning process, because that can be full of, um, I don't know, lots of opinions and disagreements. And, you know, that's where like teamwork is really tested. Um, so I think it's, we can like apply what we learn um, uh, directly in our lives. So yeah, that's basically what I wanted to share. I hope you have a great Friday night and a great weekend, and I will talk to you next time. Bye!